Hello and welcome to another episode of BushidoCast. Uh, I'm here joined by my co-host Jack. Hello. And... Thanks Jack. And uh, Jason himself, Marcinos. Hi, thanks for having me on. It's great to have you on, as always. So uh, today we're, we're here to talk about Long Shadow Ninja Box that has recently uh, been uh, previewed and uh, to go through that and just linking it to the existing uh, Long Shadow Ninjas. So a bit of a bit of a sub-faction focus session. So Jack, yes, where, where shall 100%. we start? I mean, I think it's always good to start with the profiles. Um, I'm a massive fanboy of Long Shadow, uh, I won't lie. Um, my original ninja list that I took to my first Masters event had both the existing Long Shadows in and on the off shot that I won, um, the idea in my head was of a Long Shadow model. So um, the fact that these guys are dropping um, has been ultra exciting for me, I must admit. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm buzzing to get into these profiles and, and see what they can do. Yeah, it is exciting to see because uh, we're getting to the point now where we've got enough ninjas to play the individual houses. So we've obviously seen House of Bleeding Moon. Um, North Star just, just dropped as well. And now we're getting a whole load of Long Shadow, which were sort of uh, the, the least represented uh, ninjas yeah. to date, uh, but but some really interesting ones in there. So uh, so yeah, like I said, it's, it's something that ninja players have probably been waiting a while for. And uh, uh, yeah, we both I should probably say we both play tested the box as well. Uh, so we've got yeah. a, a little bit of in game, uh, a little bit of actual gaming experience behind some of this as well. Though things were uh, as always kind of in play testing, uh, not necessarily final uh, versions. Yeah. So there's a little caveat there. Uh, but yeah, that's. Uh, shall we jump shall we jump yeah. into the box with the, uh, the... perfect? Yeah. So if we start at the top, we got Sude. I mean, Jason, you might have to correct me on some of the pronunciations, um, but I believe it's Sude. Uh, that's what I was saying. I uh, I can tell you how I pronounce them. That might not be correct. <laughs> <laughs> um, you pre- you you created the guy, so let's go with that. So yeah, Sude. So he is a twenty-five rice model. Long Shadow Ninja, uh, with melee 3, with a boost of 3, move 4, boost of 3, range 3 with a boost of 3, key stat of 2-8. He carries uh, two weapons, the Garrett, which is bleed 1-2, grapple attack 0, push defense 0, and minus 1 weapon strength. A blade, uh, which is plus 1 weapon strength, uh, the sidestep defense, sidestep attack. Usual ninja, trickery with armor one, assassin, camouflage, two inches, jump up, light-footed and steadfast. And he has the following, dirty fighting and strangulation. So, just from the front of the card, he just looks, he looks like a very good um, 25 rice model. Um, the Garrett obviously being a very cool with bleed, um, which which brings some, uh, bring some sort of bleed and sort of condition into their game. Um, but I think what's really where he earns his money is in his um, strangulation. Um, let's not beat around the bush. Like, let's go straight to the, the hard-hitting one. Um, this model's Garrett weapon gains critical attack zero and powerful attack zero. And of, as we I think it's been mentioned before in lots of places, 
critical attack and assassin is just bonkers. Yeah. It's so good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, very high uh, chance. Well, feels like a high chance. I think it's a it's a, something like forty four percent, something around that margin uh, to 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 one shot someone. So yeah, um, and then when you combine that with well, I just let you go on. Really, he's unique. Yeah, I was going to say, and then when you combine, if you think that's great, if you think that critical attack and uh, is amazing, when you have an opportunity to, at the start of your activation, choose either this model gains agile, or this model gains the invisibility until the start of its next activation or the end phase, whichever is first, makes it amazing. Because invisibility is a feat or trait or whatever you want to describe it, an ability I don't think we've actually seen in the game to date. Um, we might so, not see it again as well. So. No, we might not see it again either. No, not after not after this. We'll see how many people uh, complain about it. But invisibility, while this model is invisible, models cannot draw a line of sight to this model, and this model does not block line of sight to enemies. Uh, enemies in melee exchange with this model are surprised regardless of the usual requirements of to surprise in melee so effectively that probably if we beat, read between the lines is this guy can walk into you from the front whilst he's invisible you are surprised and he'll have a great opportunity to crit attack you off the board yeah um yeah and i think that's that's what he does for this box he is uh in my mind the the real killer if you like and he is yeah five rice models so you'd expect him to be able to pull his weight and uh yeah, I it's it, yeah, it, it's all it's a bit about timing. I think he's a little bit he can be a little bit exposed uh, when not visible, yeah. invisible or camouflaged, and that's when the, the opposition may try to take him out. But if you if you get your timing right, he's incredibly hard to deal with unless you've got yes. the sixth sense. Yeah, I I found that um, during playtesting with him, I've used him in two ways: one to just try and beat stick people. Um, and try and see if I could get as much of that um, surprise. Um, I think originally in playtest, and was the I don't think the critical attack was a key feat. I think it was already on his profile. I might be wrong, but um, it, it felt like it was doable a lot more often. And I think the invisibility also, as we discussed, I think um, applies to range attacks, so he can be invisible and throw loads of shuriken at you. Um, whilst invisible so you're surprised from the shuriken attack because you can't see where it's coming from yes. you can just see shuriken being thrown yeah, at you I, I used him with the shuriken as well um just to just to get things going uh and then finish things off in combat um yeah um i mean i think generally you're you're trying to do strangulation like every other turn because of trying to get the key for it uh yeah. unless you're bringing in event cards and um but the dirty fighter fighting is a is a nice option to have in certain matchups. So we, 100%. we've seen that with the masters kind of now that you might need this more often than you think. So um, yeah, but r really, uh, you know, good options um, definitely makes the profile kind of shine because when I think when you look at the front of the card, it's not obvious why it's a twenty five rice model. Yeah, when you see the the three melee, you're thinking twenty five rice, three melee. What, how how does that work? Like, if you're trying to look at rice costs versus, like, you know, what they're going to do. But yeah, once you once you take into the ability that once he's invisible, he's auto minus in a dice and making people fight last. Like, it's it probably makes him. It makes it. It will probably make a major difference. Um, I think, like you said, like you sort of mentioned, his timing is really key. 
Um, and one thing that I found when playing with him was I almost wanted to be active player first, just so he can go and make himself invisible. So I find it's it's not an impetuous, but it feels like an impetuous, if that makes sense, because you want him to go first, you want him to chuck a shuriken, you, you want him to go invisible, do something, and then um, sort of just stay invisible until you're then ready to activate him again, so people can't do anything to him. Um, or like targeting with anything. I know they can walk into him, but they can't target him for anything, can they? So, yeah. Um, one question I had on that actually, Jason, you might be able to answer. While he's invisible, can he make like um, scenario actions and things like that? I don't think it would prevent that, would it? Uh, no, they can. Uh, it doesn't prevent it. You can be invisible and do a scenario as your action for an activation, and then you stay invisible until your next um, next action activation or the end phase. Okay, perfect. Um, so yeah, really good model. Um, I think you'll see him in pretty much most Long Shadow themed um, lists because um, I think there's quite a few contenders in this box that actually play quite well outside of the theme. Um, so I think if you're seeing the Long Shadow theme, you'll probably see him on the pitch, just on the pitch, on the table because uh, that ability to to do that is is really good. <laughs> Yeah, it was an interesting one to make as well. I think invisibility was the first rule I wrote for uh, Long Shadow. Uh, the, the two existing Long Shadow have been out since uh, before I was the developer, so uh, this, this was the, literally the first thing I ever wrote for the uh, the house. And uh, it was interesting that he came to be a 25 rice model because Ninjas have already got one, which is Katsumi, but he, yeah. he earns his rice in an entirely different way. Different way, yeah. I think, I think he'll probably do... As much removal as Katsumi, um, but again, I think it'll be in a different way. I think he has the option, like you said, to to, and whether that comes from the the critical attack or or whether that's from, like you said, surprise shuriken, a surprisingly um, dangerous, and especially when these guys can potentially have like four or five shuriken, as we'll get into later on when we get through to like the events and stuff. But yeah, that many shuriken on a model that's surprising you when he's doing it, you know. Big models are going to be weeping in the and creaking in their boots at like being surprised and ranged attacks. So yeah, it's really good. Right, next up, Gokuran. That sounds like the right way of saying it. So she yeah, I is. I said Gokuran, but yeah, Gokuran. Yeah, Gokuran, Gokuran, Gokuran. We'll go with that. Uh, I'm assuming it is a she. Um, she is a 22 rice long shadow ninja. Melee 3 with a boost of 3. Move 4 with a boost of 3. Um, range 3 with a boost of 3. Key 2-8 with a boost of 3. Uh, she has hidden weapons with plus 1 strength. Pierce 1, sidestep attack. Sweep defense. She has a ranged weapon of an illusion, which is just um, a medium range of three inches. The usual ninja trickery of armor assassin. This lady is aware. Camouflage two inches. Cloud walk. Metal one. Range defense two. And scout one two. She has two key feats. Darkness for five key. And shadow crows. 
Darkness for those that haven't played into Savage Wave or or um, or seen it before. So it's until the end phase. All non-soulless, non-sixth, non-backamona models may only draw line of sight up to four inches. Amazing for um, her friends that have Shadow Walk. Um, Shadow Crows. So Shadow Crows is a new um, terrain piece. Um, where and she can put this out with place a conjured shadow crow template in base space with this model. As we get to the events and trains, you'll see what um, that does. Her unique effects illusion when this model makes a successful range attack instead of a damage roll, the target gains a spirit block and a stun marker. And at the start of this model's activation, choose one of the following this model gains agile until the end of the activation. This model gains a key token. So I think, just in, initially, from what my thoughts on that is, that key token is probably going to be your your best pick most of the time if you want to get that darkness out. <laughs> um, turn two darkness feels like it's a good idea for for a lot of people unless you're playing in something with lots of six cents. Um, but yeah, looking at the front of that profile, it, it looks like a ninja, but there's so many things on there that read very differently so metal that's that's like a very new ninjury thing um so I'd, I'd like to say like not in a negative way but like key two is just generally what you have when you play ninjas and that's what you you know you're, you're used to just rolling two dice and fingers crossed it's gonna beat their like a, your opponent but yeah now we're having an opportunity seeing sort of um models with key um boosts or ways of manipulating key is is really good um scout great everybody loves scout <laughs> so yeah um what are your guys thoughts on her have you if, I, I didn't actually use her in playstation testing at all did you craig um i i, I didn't uh which is a shame actually because some of these are really interesting ninjas and uh that's definitely one of the more interesting ones uh like i said it's quite a different kind of uh profile compared to the other ninjas so um sort of a caster ninja um yeah and things like metal very rare the new few models i've come across with that it's obviously very yeah. good ability um darkness is is interesting and i think she becomes that enabler doesn't she because you've got like um if you're playing the in theme you take with her and shizuka like shizuka's gonna get her shadow walk off a lot more easier um, play it out a theme with like Shizuka and Hiratsuna. You've got two models that are now instantly placing three inches. Yeah. In a turn, so I think it really you does help. Doing that as well. Sorry. You have a worm doing that as oh, well. Oh yes, and you've got you worms that can do that as well. So yeah, if you take her and all the worms and Hiratsuna and <laughs> stuff, you can potentially take yeah have lots of placement jank. So yeah, she's she's really good in that respect. Um, the first thing that I've noticed that isn't ninja like. No sidestep defense, but she's got compensated with sweep defense, which is probably equally as good. Um, but yeah, I think that's the first ninja I've seen without sidestep. Like, it's I think she's the second ninja without it. Yeah, um, but yes, yeah, sweep defense is obviously amazing. Yes, um, oh, yeah, I'm not complaining, and from that respect, it's, uh, it's just it, like, oh, uh, it doesn't enable your um, your surprise as well, but uh, yeah, it's 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 pretty good to have. She's she's also a bit uh, un ninja like just because of the darkness. Um, yes. If you make everything go suddenly black, then they they know they're going to be attacked. So it's a bit of an overt stealth, if you want. Um, yeah. <clears throat> similar to uh, 
uh, Kanai, is it, with the, the flame thing? She's obviously yeah. the distraction. Yeah. Uh, this is uh, Gokuran. She is, is the ninja you turn to when the fight has started, but you still need to sneak around places so you can, she can she can do the darkness thing. The, yeah. um, the Shadow Crows, again, I think... Uh, I know that the Masters um, thing has just come out, and it's another thing that prevents special abilities. Yes. So, uh, I'm expecting she might be popular just for that. Yes. Uh, until the, uh, the, the 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 surge of masters of the art lists uh, gets uh, toned down a bit. Um, well, as we've seen the other counter for them tonight that was released on Discord, um, which I never really thought about, is that is it the Mikambushi? I don't know how you pronounce it. Mikambushi. The terrain piece, the generic terrain piece. You drop that over. Um, Akusa, this is going off track slightly, but drop that over Akusa and he can't move anywhere and he can't do anything. <laughs> uh, the Makibishi. Makibishi, yes. If you drop that over Akusa, he literally cannot move. Because he has no key, he doesn't have any move stats, so he can't walk anywhere. So he can't actually roll for the. Or it would be negative one dice, I don't know how that works. Anyway, that's a different rules question for a different time. But uh, he gets one dice, but he obviously he's not going to get a seven or an eight. So no. So yeah, he's literally then just stuck there for the whole game. So yeah, that's slightly different. But yeah, she. Um, so yeah, having maybe two layers of that can really help um, against certain things like the masters. I mean, the masters are obviously very good. Um, so you know, and they need to be. They're all very expensive models. So yeah, I think she. You might see a lot of her for, like you say, for that, um, that sort of approach. Yeah, I, th- I think stopping things like Channel and Leech is also quite interesting. So it can really throw a spanner in the works of some like setups. So uh, again, yeah, the Zembo sort of thing springs to mind. Yeah. Like, yeah, if you if popping loads, if you get the time, right. again. You yeah. stop Akusa from doing both focus channel and leech, then that's like half of his worth gone, really. Yeah, exactly that, and that's like the majority of the the you know they're relying on him to provide that. So, yeah, it, it's going to be an interesting terrain piece. Um, it's going to be very situational. So it's going to be one of those things where I think some games she's going to be, even though she gets that extra key, I think some games she might struggle for key because she's going to probably want to put up darkness. She's probably going to want to put up. The Shadow Crows, um, or put out the Shadow Crows, shall we say? Um, but she's definitely very interesting. Like it's, it's a different way. Of, like for an, I think it's a different way for a ninja player to have to think, because um, we probably don't have nearly really thought about that sort of style of play as such. Um, I know we do the sneaky, sneaky, but you know, but the the casting of stuff like that, it's uh, definitely going to be one for us to to think about. Yeah. So. Next up, have you got? Has any of you got the cards for Sunzuko? Would anybody else like to read through them, or do you want me to keep blitzing through them? <laughs> Probably better. My my virgins may be slightly off. <laughs> okay, fine. So next up, Sunzuko. Um, Twenty one rice, long shadow ninja, uh, melee three, boost three, move four, boost three, ranged three, boost three, key two eight. She has a melee weapon of a rope dart, which has reach, chain weapon 2, sidestep defense, grapple attack 0, and then she has a ranged attack of a rope dart, which is lightweight, uh, with a range of 3, 5, 7, and no pluses to the strength. Armor 1, 
Assassin, Camouflage 2, Flank, Jump Up, Carter, and Light Footed. She has um, two feats, Go and Insurgent. And whilst we're on the start of those, so Go is a two rice, uh, sorry, two rice, two key active key feat. For the next rope dart attack, if successful, move the target small or tiny directly towards this model until it contacts impassable terrain or any model. Amazing for sort of generic moving of things around. And then insurgent, this feat can only be used while this model is elsewhere. When the enemy model deploys using the flank trait, this model may ignore its current deployment choices for its flank trait and deploy within three inches of the enemy model but not in its zone of control or base-to-base. -base. This model generates two activation when it's deployed using this feat. I mean, yeah, that's pretty good. Her unique effects, Rope Dart. If this attack causes damage, then the model is moved one inch directly towards this model. At the start of this model's activation, choose one of these following. This model gains Agile until the end of the activation. On a successful Rope Dart, or sorry, or on a successful Rope Dart, a ranged attack, this, activa uh, this activation, the target model is immobilized. Remove any immobilized marker on the target if this model makes a ranged attack using its rope dart weapon. Ooh, that's a lot of, lot of text on the back there, but amazing. Like, Insurgent is so good. And sorry, I forgot to mention, it's a one key instant. So it is really good. Like, I can see Shiho and things like that having some real issue because it gets almost gets around their booted because they'll come on booted and then she'll just pop up three inches from them um so yeah really really good um the rope dart looks great um the model looks lovely i mean i know people have got concerns about the rope <laughs> holding on but it, it's just lovely again she's just got so much she's just so good like chain weapon two amazing um, I think this really does sort of help for the fact that she's three melee. Um, I think it's fair to say all the ninjas, apart from the crow, all the ninjas in this box are melee three. So like, you, you don't get any of your melee four like you do outside. But I think these guys, or well, some of them are starting to look like that they have a lot of other abilities that sort of negate the opponent, which is probably fair to say. Yeah, the, we're trying to save melee four for bleeding moon. Basically, if you're if you fight that well, you'll get sorted into House Bleeding Moon by the the sorting katana or whatever it is. Um, yeah. So the other two houses aren't going to get any uh, melee four. Uh, they they look for other abilities and traits in their recruits. No, no, it's fair. Like grapple attacks, always great. Um, I think it's an amazing, amazing attack that sort of overlooked. Um, so the fact that she has it's really, really good. Um, Carter, sort of the second ninja so far that we've seen now with with Carter. If we include uh, Nagato, um, Nagato from House of the Moon. Um, so yeah, it's it's really good. So um, yeah, flank amazing. So it saves on grappling hooks. Who doesn't like flank? And it obviously makes sense. Um, for that, so she's one of those ones that you can potentially put in flank. If you're playing into into a faction that have also using flank, you can put her in and just declare that you're going to bring her in on like the fourth turn or something. Wait for them to flank and then pop up behind them. Um, 
I don't really know what I'll say about her. She's she's just really cool. The model's really good. Um, yeah, I think, um, and I just think Fuma's got Kata as well, so we've got more coming out. Of oh, we got oh, yeah, we've got Fuma. Yeah. We haven't done a race with Fuma yet, but yeah. Yeah, so Axiom's breaking the mould, though. So is that <laughs> is that when you thought no more melee four outside of house leading me? <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah, he, he was um, a Masters winner model, so um, he's, he's that was what the, uh, the winner wanted. And I thought, you know, it's okay for uh, for an exception. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's obviously got better at fighting um, when he's risen through the ranks to be the, uh, the the high man of the house. But in general, it's kind of given them other traits like uh, like Kata uh, to kind of um, make or, or chain weapon to make them kind of feel. Uh, better and yeah, fight better without just more, you know, giving more dice. Yeah, we, we only have a very narrow range of, of usable stats for melee, really. Um, with with four being the maximum, then three or four is is the choices for good fighters. So, yeah. you know, we we try not to have anything like samurai monks or ninjas that don't have three or four. Yeah, an interesting one. Um, there's probably not going to be many ninjas with kata, but I chose kata for people with weapons that uh, require a lot of training, imagining that they would actually be doing some kind of um, like day-long training with their weapons before they can be allowed out to use them so that they will have learned them enough to have the kata trade. That makes complete sense. Um, yeah, really good sort sense, of yeah. from a lore point of view, why, um, which is really good. I mean... I don't know. I mean, I don't know what people's other gaming backgrounds are, but like I know from another previous thing, like being able to sort of make people move out of position is just amazingly strong. So if they got somebody nicely sat on an, on an idol, you can potentially pull them away and immobilize them, so they're not going back there. Um, yeah, yeah. This, this feat is something that various uh, factions have wanted for a while. I know the the Jung said that their harpooners should have had this and. Uh, um, there's a couple of other things that yeah, trained hard. Things. There's one in Chiho that does a snare that does something similar. And, yeah. Um, they they all wanted this ability, but uh, having played uh, War Machine and Guild Ball, uh, Guild Ball was a fisherman's thing that that had yeah. this, and it was just absolutely dominated when it came out. Yeah. Um, and he, it was it got to the point where you could play a fisherman and beat your opponent to death, which is is um, just. Uh, not the way fish are supposed to be, yeah. uh, and in in War Machine as well, having a, a dragon like this, um, it, ju- it was just a huge threat range extender where you could keep your model safe. So I knew if it was to go into Bushido, we we needed to put it on something where there was probably only ever going to be one, which there probably is in Ninjas, yeah, uh, or at least uh, one in Long Shadow, um, and it had to be in something where they had lots of tricks anyway. So this was just sort of another trick that they've got rather than adding something new to yeah. to what they could do. I mean, there's going to be matches where it's not going to come into play. You know, instantly if it's for small and tiny factions with sort of, you know, I don't know, Oni, you know, lots of large and huge models, like you're not pulling them anywhere. But yeah, like for your generic games, it, it, I think it's going to be super powerful um, just for messing up scenario abilities. Um and things like that, because even if you pull them into a, you know, into an idol, but you're immobilising them, they've got to then roll to get out of that immobilised, and then make a snipe. You know, it, it creates lots of, lots of uh, problems and thoughts for people to, to to worry about. So yeah, I think it's super powerful. It's going to be really, really good. Um, 
I think it's it's going to be really good. I think she'll be a main player in a lot of lists. I think it's really hard because a lot of these so far, you could see reasons for playing all of them, which it gives us Ninja players really big headaches and thinking why we need to, to or who we want to play. But yeah, she, she just looks amazing. Yeah, I just want to say about that as well. I'm pretty sure Andy came up with the name, which was genius. Uh, we've already had a few people saying they can't find a translation for it. Yeah. Uh, so I would say uh, keep looking. It's it's fairly obvious what it means. Oh, I think that has been brought up. Has it? Somebody's got it's, it, haven't they? Rich put a picture... Well, it might not be the right one, but Rich put the picture up of get out of here and it wasn't yeah. until it was pointed out that that's what it is. It just couldn't... It's saved on ink, I think Andy said. <laughs> Yeah, it saved. I think it also sounds like it could be a uh, a name for some kind of manoeuvre, but it's not. Yeah. It is just short for get over here. Yeah, get over here. That's it. Yeah, no, really good. So, next up was Carne. Is that how we're going to pronounce it? Something like that. Yeah, Carne. Carne. Something. Carne. So she is a nineteen rice long shadow ninja. No surprises. Melee three. With a booster three, uh, move four, booster three, range three, booster three, uh, two eight key. This is why I like uh, I like profiling ninjas because you know by the time you've done the stats and armor, assassin, camouflage, they're all the same. Uh, so you've got half the profile done. And that's it. You just got to think of a few little tweaks. Um, she also comes with chain weapon, but only chain weapon one. Powerful attack zero. Side step defense zero. Um, outside of the usual armor assassin camouflage, so armor one assassin camouflage. She has evasive, light footed, range defense one, and steadfast. She has distraction and threat as key feats. Distraction is the usual, um, and then threat is a two key active or six inches. Any models ending a move. In this aura or placed into the aura must turn directly to face this model. This model loses camouflage whilst using this feat. So instantly she's the unsneakiest, sneakiest ninja. At the start of this model's activation, choose one of the following. This model gains agile until the end of the activation. Or any models within three inches must make a key challenge five. Any that fail must directly face towards this model. This model loses camouflage camouflage and its melee weapons gain fire one two so to me she feels like a mini katsumi powerful attack zero chain weapon one she's just missing the brutal and she's rocking and rolling yeah yeah she's got the fire on top of that so she she definitely can do some damage yes um but um, and then she, I know she has the feet, but she is obviously the the distraction as well. You know, she yeah, she, she brings distraction to the uh, piece. I think there is she's got the official distraction, but I think as we'll find, I think is it Wackerbird's got the also option to make people turn to face her. Um, so it could be yeah. another. Call. So this uh, this one, her whole role is about distraction. Basically, you know, she lights a weapon on fire, swings it about, and everybody goes, "Oh my god, there's a ninja!" And then hopefully, all your other ninjas run away. And do all the scenario actions whilst they're looking at her, or surprise uh, them and murder them, or murderize them. Back. That, that yeah. works too. Uh, so um, she's got two ways to make people face where she is uh, and distraction. But then, yeah, on top of that, she's actually a decent melee threat with with chain weapon and 
and fire and uh, powerful attack and stuff like that. I think I think she's going to combo up really nicely with the the Gokaran. You know, make everybody turn to face her. Gokaran then pops darkness, so they can't see her, and so she's slightly protected and then comes and hits you when she's ready to come and hit you. Um, but yeah, she, she just looks really good. So yeah, looking forward to, to playing with her. I think I played with her a fair bit in play testing. Um, I think I grappling hooked her. It was really nice for her to just come on and surprise you with chain weapon and fire. Um, you went well, actually at, at play testing, I, don't, I think that fire on, I've got a fee then. You can, I don't want to confuse listeners, but I'm sure in play testing, the fire was actually on the profile, not, an active like a, a feat so that's a good thing that it's changed but it's yeah so you yeah, that, be as- that, that was definitely changed it was a good spot in play testing uh people felt that she she had fire on her weapon all the time yeah. but then she had another ability where she sort of revealed herself and made people look at her um yeah. somebody said oh those should be linked because you know you can hide without the fire or you can set fire to yourself and, and be a big distraction Yes, which it makes sense. So yeah, no, it was one of those things that did change. So yeah, so in this instance, you wouldn't be able to surprise them. But yeah, that's how I was using it to like surprise. So and then hit them with loads of fire. So yeah, it was really good. Um, yeah, love the. Not really much more to say to her. Great, I, I great. Just gonna add, like I, I like steadfast. I think uh, that's the second one with yes. steadfast, and it's quite it's uncommon in ninjas. So it's um, just another kind of way to get around fear, which uh, can keep keep you kind of your activations going uh, which is normally yeah. the, the main issue with fear just losing those activations um and, and obviously another enabler and a, a decent melee threat like you said but um yeah that's it, it, it's it's another one that works well in this box but I, I think that's that's an interesting thing to offer more broadly to, to ninja builds yes yeah it kind of ties in uh we don't i don't like to give ninjas bravery because one of the themes gives out bravery um yeah. So if we give them anything, it should stack. So we usually give out courage. Uh, but for the long shadow, because they, um, they they sort of have to rely on the plan that they've made. They've scouted out and they know what's what's coming. I, I, I thought the idea was that, you know, oh, I know I have to go and charge this scary guy and he's probably going to be better than me. But, you know, we, we have counted his abilities. We've already taken this into account. So I'm going to go in anyway. Was the, so yeah. steadfast for them rather than courage, which the bleeding moon guys get. Yeah, no, it makes sense. No, it's a really nice, it's a really nice addition, and it I think it's what's going to start helping define, I suppose, from a, pu- a future sort of development point of view for yourself. It's sort of like okay, we're going long shadow, so we're going to be looking at these steadfast and these little tricks and stuff, as opposed to yeah, you know, and when you go to bleeding moon, courage and stuff. So yeah, yeah it's really interesting. Yeah, so sort of steadfast in this instance is more kind of representing that they've scouted the enemy and they know what to expect um yeah that's yeah that's a really interesting way of getting that rule into uh in, into the profile yeah effect yeah cool next up and i will put this point it's probably my favorite piece like one of my most used and favorite piece in the the box so um soji i'm gonna go with that yeah so- um 17 rice long shadow ninja um as we said melee three with a boost of three move of four with a boost of three range three with a boost of three and a key stat of two eight he carries a tanto with minus one um weapon strength with sidestep defense and push attack he has a ranged weapon of a blowgun which is reload one key block weak and poison one three 
He has Armor 1, Assassin, Camouflage 2, Endurance, Jump Up, Lightfooted, and Scout 1-2. Um, he is the second piece in the pack with Distraction. And he also has Pinprick. Pinprick is a two-instant, um, two-key instant feat. When this model's using the blowgun weapon, instead of rolling a damage roll, you may choose to inflict one damage, ignoring tough. He has superior scouting, so if an enemy model has the tactician trait, this model gains prowess tactical one. At the start of this model's activation, he may choose one of the following. Agile to the end of the activation, or when this model declares a walk, this activation he may reload one marker. Or reload one marker. Um, he's amazing. He's just... That, that pinprick um, is just great. You're effectively doing four damage... A, as long as you're successful, you're effectively doing four damage. Unless they've got a ways and means of removing poison, it, it's just so good. Um, and ignoring tough as well, like it, it's really good. Um, yeah, I loved them. Endurance was amazing. Really helped for melees, um, so you can effectively focus on and get your blow darts out there as quick as possible, and not have to worry so much about um, then going to become an attack. Um, I like the tactical element, the whole prowess tactical, really good. Um, so yeah, generally I just found him to be really good. He's a, um, he's a nice price point, I think, uh, rel relatively yes. reasonably cheap for a ninja, uh, outside of like worms and stuff like that. And um, yeah, I, I thought he had high damage output at range. Um, yes, I I also liked the endurance, uh, particularly handy on the on a range profile where you're trying to get your activations off normally. Um, and uh, another another distraction, so uh, user, so another enabler, and um, uh, and an actual scout, which you know obviously you would expect scouts in this warband. Uh, so I think he he helps the rest of the warband out and does some reliable damage. Uh, yeah, and I think key blocks can become quite important, especially if you're playing like again. In, I, I know I'm gonna, we're going to be referring to the masters a lot, but key blocking a master that's generating four key maybe with prayer bees or something yeah. that's it's going to be massive. Like it's going to really disrupt what they want to do. Um, so yeah, he, he's just got like, he's not over the top in terms of some of the other profiles with lots of different abilities and cool things, but like he's got enough to make him stand alone himself. I just think he's brilliant. I love the model, love the pose, love his crazy hairdo. Um, it, it, he's just brilliant. So he will probably feature heavily in, in most of my lists. Um, big spoiler there um so yeah. yeah it was an interesting one for playtest as well because uh, it took me a while to realize there's there's basically two kinds of range attacks in, in Rashido. uh there's one where you need to get as high a success as possible to do either damage or to put that many fire on or whatever it is uh, and then there's somewhere you just need to hit so you just need to get that success zero yeah uh, and pinprick essentially changes it from one to the other yes um, so being an 8-inch long range, that's actually a reasonable shot to take if yes. you're going to be paying for pinprick, whereas yeah, you would definitely. never do that if you didn't have that, that feat. So, yeah, it's, um, yeah I think his, his ranges might have come down during playtesting because of that, because we realised... Yes, I think he was slightly testing. longer. I think he did have a bit of a longer threat, because I remember like being... I was like, how does he... Play? He must have a really good 
power of his mouth. That sounds very dodgy when I'm saying that now on on a, on a podcast. But like, yeah, like how would he get the dark that far? He, he was he was really good. Um, I really enjoyed him. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, eight inches is pretty good. Um, yeah. for, for, Especially um, when you're just looking for one six on three dice. Like you just need one six or or like a five or a four and two non ones. Like it, it's it's generally. It makes making a long, like you say, it makes making a long range shot feasible. So even if you want to make a long range shot to get off ping for it, and then wait for somebody to be a bit closer, reload, and then just try and hit them. But with weak, you probably I I, I, I don't see people doing that. If I'm honest, like with weak, I think you're just going to wait until you've got the key to just pin prick them. Yeah, the tactical thing's interesting as well. Uh, prowess tactical, it helps even the odds if your opponent's got a tactician and you don't have one. Yes. But there are a few ways in this uh, faction, not necessarily in Long Shadow, to get more um, tactician. Uh, yeah, I think the easiest one is Tower Caravan. Um, yeah. Uh, so yeah, if you if you can stack a couple of those up, then uh, you can actually be better off than most prefectualists. Uh, yeah. So I should imagine if you took like this, just so, like going again, like take Jinchi, give give Suji the the tact the, the the prower the, the tactician plus one and then he's going to auto win ties and he's got a re-roll in that as well like it's going to take a lot to beat that really so yeah i think he also gets a lot out of the because they've all got agile as one of their ninja units yeah. and anything in range tends to get you know it's just great if you're not bogged down in combat so um in melee so uh so that's that's really handy and these other ones are really good as well so uh yeah, I think that's uh, that. That really completes the profile. Yeah, yeah I don't, uh, just to say, I don't think it works with Janichi. I think his is personal, so it only affects himself. Oh, is it? Okay, I thought it was a range thing, but yeah, that's fine. Uh, but yeah, the, the Carapan works, and the, there's, I'm, I'm sure there's other things as well which give Ninja yeah. a tactician for a turn and things. No, oh yeah, they've got a card. Um, can't remember off the time. They've got a lot of cards. I don't remember. Yeah, I can't remember the name of it. Um, but it's, it's a turn three. It's like a, a turn three, like, ta- you win the... Oh, I can't remember what it is. You get tactical, tactician for turn three or something like that. Okay, so... That's it. Sorry? Coordinated That's it. That's the one. So then the final ninja profile, I say ninja, and I'm leaning on ninja because there's still another profile to look at from the box, is Wakaba. That's the way I'm going to pronounce it. It sounds cool when I say it, so that's how I'm rolling with it. Um... So, melee three, booster three, range three, booster three, move four for the booster three. Key stat of two eight. She's got hidden weapons at minus one. Uh, Pierce two, going to be great for Minamoto. Stun attack zero. Sidestep defense. Armor one. Assassin. Camouflage two. Disguise seven. Light footed, range defense one, resistance one, and scout one two. She has two uh, key feats. Uh, entice, uh, perform a walk with it, which is two sorry two key, and it uh, it means perform a walk with a target enemy model directly towards this model, equal to its move statistic in inches. At the end of that walk, the enemy model must directly face this model. Um, she has also. Access to perfect defense, which is a three key instant. Um, 
this model gains impenetrable defense until the end of the current activation. So the next bit is where she gets really spicy. Um, while this model has a disguised marker, any models with a key statistic of two or less cannot target this uh, target or voluntary move into base space with this disguise with the disguise model. When this model loses its disguise marker after declaring a melee or range attack, a range action, it target its target are surprised until the current activation is resolved. While this model is disguised, it loses camouflage. It loses the camouflage trait, and enemy models in opposed key tests with this model are surprised regardless of the usual requirements. She has another cool feature, Gossip. You may choose one enemy model before the deployment, unless that model must be the Vim, because it's the only valid option or due to unique effect. Your opponent cannot choose that model to be Vim. At the start of this, and then it's got its... At the start of this activation, you may choose one of the following. Agile, to the end of its action. Enemy or enemy models within two inches must turn to face... Uh, turn to directly face this model. Wow, she's got a lot on that card for sixteen rice. She is amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, but similar, similar to how we've we've had sort of super camouflage with uh, Sude. Yes, invisibility. This is super disguise. Yeah. Yes, um, and I'm going to say it straight away. She's going to be amazing in skirmish mission. She'll use a disguise seven seven to save her until get to where she wants to be. Do what she wants, and then each turn she's prime target for Skies Five. But yeah, that that's going way out of it. But yeah, she's just really good. Like she's it almost makes her untouchable because only um, I think there was some somebody put a question on Discord about actually how many factions have a three key um, model. There are some factions that don't have any models that are key three. Uh, I think there's only two or three. It's not many, but um, yeah. So if you don't have one. Can you, um, you can you <laughs> if you boosted your key stat, would that enable you to be of key free model for person? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So that's another way of doing it. Um, it is another way of doing it, but then I suppose that comes down to then like player like is it really worth using three dice to try and prop uh, prop something? And, you know, it all depends obviously on the situation. Uh, so if you get free, if you boost a free, you're more likely to pass as well, so it's kind of yes. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. It's not saying you're not. Yeah, you're, you're more likely to pass at three dice. But yeah, you, um, but you've probably had to spend two or three keys to do that, and yeah. and those models that have the boost and want to boost is normally because they have an opposed key test that they want to use their key on to, to boost with. So it's it's it's, it's really good. Um, with, makes with camouflage is very good. It definitely uh, makes roses a bit jealous. <laughs> so yes, yeah. Um, again, she's very similar to is it Carne? She's got a, a few abilities to make people face her. Um, she doesn't obviously because she's not lighting herself on fire. She doesn't. She can still have the camouflage. <laughs> um, but yeah, she uh, has ways of, again of moving people at position. Um, and yeah, she's really good. And resistance one, another good option. Um, after a game last night where I could have done with some resistance or, or something like that, it's, it's nice to see another ninja model with it. It's not the first, so Kohei, who we'll speak about at the end, um, she has it as well. So it's it's a really good um, uh, a really good option to have. Stun Attack Zero, lovely. Um, actually means that Dark Pilgrim becomes a viable option if we start to looking at running. Um, so we can get some stuns out. 
Uh, Scout one two, really good. Yeah, she's a really good profile for sixteen rice because she's she's Ujimushi cost, but better. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I mean, she's, she's not likely to do as much damage straight up as, as he does. Um, but, no. Uh, no, 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 but you're surprising models, so potentially you're surprising somebody that's managed to get in. So, so it actually, yeah, that's a fair point. So somebody's boosted two key to potentially come in and fight you. So she boosted up to three key. They've spent key on that. They're going to walk into you and then be surprised. <laughs> like, she's not a great option for somebody to want to... Start, unless you've got some sort of long-range, like, just to profit so somebody else can walk into her. Um, yeah, she yeah. might be good for... Uh... <laughs> If yeah, ten she's going to be a very good option into into um away, boost your key to three and nomenclature the disguised away. Yeah, that's it. So oh, yeah, that's really good. Five though. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. So yeah, no, really good. I've not really got much more to say on her. She she's really cool. I think you'll see her a fair bit. Um, and I think she'll be like if anybody's going to take it outside of the theme, she'll be probably the most popular choice because, like you said, her to have that initial to be taken off and then have disguise five every turn like yeah oh yeah, my, my uh yeah slightly off topic but i i, I like it if spirit uh, counted towards uh those key tests um because i think you only counts if you take the test rather than uh, eligible to take the test because then uh, uh... she would be awesome at it because <laughs> yeah, she's got spirit um and uh, as, as with anyone who hangs out with jung marie they suddenly get a lot, lot better at these things so uh, yeah. yeah, there's uh, so there's there's some some thoughts anyway. If you, if it becomes too much of a problem, <laughs> yeah, uh, just start really allowing good, things. So the other really good thing about this model is I don't know if you've seen the render uh, or the artwork. Um, yeah, but yes. uh, she's she's basically dropping the disguise in the model, and the the uh, sort of geisha style clothes are dropping away, and she's got ninja suit on underneath. Um, it's going to be really cool for ninja players to finally paint something that's not black. Uh, and you could make the clothes that she's, the disguise clothes, really bright to really stand out. And I think it's, it's just going to be really nice for them to do something different. Yeah. Um, and yes, yeah, the, the models, it's going to look like a centerpiece model for ninjas because she's, uh, she's going to look so different to the other ones who are all just black forms, basically. Yeah, that's that's going to be nice for him as well. I think I'm going to try and redo my ninjas. I mean, they're not going to be Headley standard. That's not really right. I I don't paint to that standard. But I think I like the idea of having like all black and then like some of the different features like Beedle Moon will be red. These guys will be a different colour, you know. And then you can start having distinguishing features between the houses as well, which is just a cool idea. Now we've got all the houses, and we're likely to see house factions play. And it's going to be really cool to see from a painting point of view. So. It is a great yeah. looking box in general, though. I think uh, definitely. Yeah, uh, it's lovely. Great, great job there. I mean, with each ninja, just the weapon kind of really gives them uh, that kind of character, and and, exactly. and uh, but there's lots of nice little detail as well once you start zooming in. So uh, yeah, I think um, it's going to be great to to paint up. Cool. So the last model in the box. Probably arguably everybody's favourite one. Like everybody's been waiting for this since the picture and artwork was dropped. The Shadow Crow. He is zero rice, or she is zero rice. It's unknown. It's, it's zero rice. Melee one, range two, move five. Um, one key, one stroke zero key. 
Um, only one health. Sorry, I didn't. We didn't say it for any of the health for any of the other guys. They're all health six. I'm assuming because that's a ninja thing, being health six. Um, outside of Carapan, so yeah, health six. Um, it has a peck, which is weak at minus two strength and weak. Um, it is agile, camouflage two inches, cloud or insignificant, range defense two, scout one two, and tiny. And the unique effects. Oh, there's a few. <laughs> Need a deep breath for these. <laughs> so, all knowing, in the end phase, if this model is base to base with an enemy model, uh, with any enemy models, those models owners must reveal if that is the models, if those models are their vim. Murder. When killed, this model instead is placed elsewhere and gains the flank trait. It returns using it returns to play using those rules. Ill omen. If this model is killed by an enemy model in a range, in, sorry, in a melee exchange or by a range attack, that enemy model gains a death sentence marker. <laughs> uh, peck, a model damaged by this weapon gains a blind marker. Scry, all all ninja models have line of sight to any model with a blind marker, regardless of the way the range. Intervening models, uh, sorry, intervening models or terrain. This model may only be recruited into the warband that has uh, warband that has recruited the house long shadow theme card. Mm -hmm. Whew, that's a lot on there for a zero rice, but exactly. I think it's, <laughs> it's a, yeah, tough. I think that's the important thing as well. Uh, it costs zero rice. Uh, yeah. It's essentially a theme benefit. Uh, it, well, theme, I think yeah. we discussed this previously, didn't we? It, it's basically the main theme benefit because everything else on the theme cards we get to in a minute is very situational, isn't it? Like, yeah, um, I think that was my feedback as well. Uh, crow, the crow was more than enough to make you want to take the theme because, yes, yeah, I mean, getting out those death sentence, it, suddenly you can get to uh, four melee dice, more reliable range, things like that. It's just, it's just phenomenal with the with the output that they're able to achieve already. Uh, once you start stacking on top of things like assassin and things like that, it's just, yeah, it, it definitely, definitely is, uh, it's a difficult one for your opposition to, to deal with because they've got to kind of do something, but they don't, they don't want to kill it. He's just a great activation, like removal, because yeah. I, well, I don't know how your opponents play, but every like the, the two the opponents that I played using him, nobody rolled anything in attack. It was just defense. Yeah. So he's just flying in. He'll roll his one dice in attack. He doesn't care. If you're going to kill him, he's going to come back. And if you do kill him, you've also got death sentence on you. So it's, yeah, it's a really cool way. You've got to find out if that model's a Vim at the end of the turn. Yes. Yeah. If they don't kill you, then it, yeah. So if you're in a Vim game, it's, it, it's really cool. So he's amazing. Yeah. He, he basically makes you play the theme. Like if, you, if you're contemplating it, like, yeah. He's a very good good theme bonus um, that, that ties in so you can potentially make a nice five or six model list easily with him and you won't feel that hard up I think you'll you don't mind the fact that he's got one health and that's gonna die because there's so many benefits to him so yeah he, he's really cool um, for the Guild Wars players on there he looks like Dirge it looks really cool it's a really cool model <laughs> It's a really cool looking model. Um, sat a nice little Grinto. It's yeah. I think he's going to annoy a lot of people, unfortunately. Yeah, he's, he's a weird sort of combination of different uh, folklore elements as well. Obviously, we've yeah. uh, we've got a bit of Odin's Ravens in there, and uh, yeah, um, the the Ipec thing was a, a separate thing, and then uh, 
there's uh, the, the return every time you kill it. That's uh, that's a, a more eastern um, folklore element to, to crows and ravens. Uh, so uh, it's, it's it's kind of interesting that he's a blend of all those things. I don't know if we people keep asking us to do Vikings um, invading the Jwar Isles, but um, I think if we ever do, we might just say that this is just what all crows are like. Yeah, just, <laughs> this just that the entire species is like this. They just happen to have one in in the uh, the long shadow, and read it that way, Odin can have his too. <laughs> yes, <laughs> no, no, that makes sense. I mean, yeah, Viking Vikings would be good. Viking be good, but yeah, that'd be cool. Um, so yeah, yeah, no, really good. Um, if you're gonna play, if you're gonna play the theme, I don't see why you wouldn't take him. <laughs> it's as simple as that. He, he's brilliant. Um, He's an auto include at zero rice, so helps with that activation efficiency and um, yeah, just in the in the low model count list, just super handy. Yeah, exactly that. It, it's two activations of it, it buys you time or it removes activation. So like in those first couple of turns where there might not be as much melee, um, if you can you know move, I think it was move five or six. I'm sorry, I've just come off the profile now, but I think it was move five or six. So if he can five, get five, to yeah. in move five, so if he can get up to the idols, um, you know, if it's an idol one, you know, he's potentially stopping those foxes praying because he's he's pecking them um, and uh, getting on their nerves. So yeah, it's 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 a really cool um, thing to have. So I think this is the point where we're going to discuss just the two long shadows that weren't in the box because it's you know. Some people might not have played with them. Some people, I think, over the weekend have probably gone to Adeptcon and just bought the box because they look so stunning and thought, oh, I'm going to get these other two models as well because they they fit into the theme. Um, so we've got Kohei. Um, she's a 20 Rice Long Shadow Ninja. Melee 3, boost 3. Range 3, boost 3. Um, move 4, boost 3. 2 key over 8. She has a Ninjato plus one uh, with sidestep defense and sweep attack. She has daggers that are lightweight with a range of three, five, and seven. Armor one, assassin, camouflage two, light footed, resistance one. She has two key feats, hail of steel, which is two key active, um, and the model gains uh, rapid three, uh, yeah, gains rapid fire three till the end of the activation. She has prediction for two key active. And she has the choice of Agile at the start of the activation or Evasive at the start of the activation. So um, people are probably going to be more adverse to her, but she's amazing. Um, she ties up really nicely with a couple of the new cards. Um, I've personally used her a hell of a lot. Um, I think we've all had something was... decimated by Helder still. Yep. yep. Yeah. Colin, poor Colin. He's not on here tonight, sorry. But yeah, my first Masters second activation of first second so first activation second turn Yatsumata just died because he didn't have a Ferrari's fan um it's just so good it's so good yeah she, she sort of joins with those people who uh who don't need any stats above four but she can still remove models with, with rapid fire three with ease yeah um, if you start looking like Jagoku Berry you can just start putting out a bit of damage to like three models with poison three um huge damage output yeah She's got quite a bit of damage output, yeah, a fair amount of damage output with resistance as well. So she's really good against, well, I wouldn't say really good, but she's it makes her ball with some of like the, the good key opposed key testers in the game. Um, 
prediction was also one of the things that sort of yes. built to make what the the long shadow do. They yeah. um, they they scout your plans. They know what you're going to do, and they they work around it. So they she, she has a way of knowing who's going to be the next activated model, and then you obviously play to to make that your advantage. Yeah, so, no, that's it's really good. And prediction carries over as well, doesn't it? So it's if she's the last activated, well, if you're the last activated model, you can potentially predict before the start of the next turn, which is, is massively good, massively powerful. Um, so, yeah, she, yeah, she's good. She's great. You'll see a lot of her. Like, you may see even more of her than you did before. She's, she's already a staple, yeah. She's, already she's a staple for a lot of ninja players, yeah. I think. I don't think there's many that don't. I think a few do not play with her, but, like, I don't see why I wouldn't play with her. She seems slightly more favoured than the... Um... Uh, the Ronin Ninja, who's also got Helder still, but it's it's pretty close. But yeah, oh yeah, because I think that's the Shuriken's at minus one, um, and hers is at plus zero, so she has any negative traits. Yeah, well, very much different for Biku, but it's yeah, she she's just very good. I she's awesome. <laughs> that's all I can say about her. She's won me many of games, so yeah, I love her. And then equally, our little mobile um, train. Is Shizuka, eighteen Royce Long Shadow Ninja, um, melee three booster three, range three booster three, move four booster three, key two eight. She has sidestep defense zero, counter strike defense zero, armor one, assassin, camouflage two, dodge one, evasive, light footed, and parry one. She has two key feats of mirage. And Shadow Walk, for those that don't know what Mirage is, it's a two-key instant. Uh, during this, an enemy's model's activation, which it enters into base-to-base with or targets this model with a range tackle key feat. But before any melee exchange begins or, co- or make an opposed key test against that model, if successful, place this model within two inches of its current location and the enemy model's activation is considered resolved. Shadow Walk... Um, is a one key active if this model is out of line of sight from of enemy models place this uh, place with it within three inches of its current location at the st- and then she had two u- unique f- uh, effects are agile until the end phase this or this model models melee weapon gains pierce two so Traditionally, I'll just say traditionally how I've seen her used and how I've used her. Um, Vile of Rage's Breath, place three inches, Hooner up the board, Shadow moves her with something that you want to start annoying people, and she's just amazing. Um, very rapid, surprisingly tank, like, surpri- like dodge one and parry one makes her really tanky. She's generally the best Vim choice, for my, in my opinion, for ninjas. Um, very tanky, can take a lot of damage. Um, Counter Strike Defense Zero with parry and dodge is just amazing. She, yeah, again, yeah. she's brilliant. She, she's I'd agree. a go-to I, model I for me as well. Parry and dodge, it's surprisingly good um, together, and um, people then tend to overcommit into an attack to try and do yeah. a teeny bit of damage. And so every so often, I've seen her throw a. Uh, an attack dice in return and typically does more damage if they've if they um 
don't defend very well or you know no dice or one dice in defense so and, and once yeah. they see that then they they sort of then they get into a situation where it's really to sort of you know what do i do i put everything into attack might be leave myself open um yeah you know so what do i do just defend so it's a it's a real ask some difficult questions in the game um i, I think in my mind shizuka is kind of more obvious with the or on the nose with the sort of um the 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 shadow kind of side of things with the key feats with mirage and yeah. walk kind of tricks tricks the kind of ways um obviously one makes it very fast and one makes it slightly more difficult to pin down um and almost very fast because if if she's up there yeah. and you come in and try and hit her and then she wins she bounces past you another two inches your activation ends and then you've got another prime you know you've got a shadow moves opportunity then to shadow move somebody behind your opponent that's just come into base to base with you and surprise them um thing people the thing that one thing i think gets overlooked on a card is the pierce two like for a lot of ito a lot of um prefecture you know armor two is generally like where they're at two mm, or three yeah. um I don't say so much into to the moto because a lot of the big samurais are armor four, so it, it's still a bit of a negative trait. But Pierce two is like amazing into you a lot of the samurais. Really go for it and go for like triangle knife, couldn't you? And just sort of go like yeah, what armor if you really wanted to have? A, to... Yeah, no, she's got she's surprising. Like people, I think is it stack? People are deceived. Would it stack or is it? Oh, maybe it doesn't stack. No, it doesn't stack. No, it wouldn't stack. Sorry, no, it's just the model oh. gets yeah the weapon. Uh, this model's weapon uh, gets pierced too. Yeah, it's not okay. pierced plus two, not so yeah, it's plus. pierced two. Otherwise, that would have been fun. But still, pierced. That would have been good. It's still, still really good. Yeah. No, it, it's a really handy piece. Like, people don't expect her to hit as hard as she does. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, no, she's. Yeah, she, she's. Uh, I think she's one of the best VIMs in the entire game, to be honest. Like, uh, yeah. agile and evasive. Dodge and parry if they actually get to you. Mirage, another one to stop you. Yeah. You're being affected, and then you know, usually you have to get your VIM to somewhere. Yeah, so between Mirage, Shadow Walk, Agile, and Evasive, you should be able to to get to the enemy's deployment zone or whatever it is, the table edge. Yeah, I think you'll see a lot of Gokaran because then that I think you'll find that that Shadow Walk will be more effective. Um, because I find at the moment like it's great, but I always find that I'm burning a smoke bomb to, to do it because. On a two by two board, it's it's really hard to keep people completely out of line of sight from everything. Um, but yeah, it, it, it's doable. I'm not saying it's not, but like, it, it's really hard. So you, you might not pull it off as often as you think, unless you're burning your smoke bombs to to make it happen. Um, but yeah, she's yeah she's really good. So that rounds up all of the long shadow models, I believe. Uh, yeah, that's all the profiles, and I think the um, being as we we used uh, Shizuka and Kohai uh, to sort of develop what the the house does and um, and, and like expand on their abilities rather than give people all uh, new things, new themes at least, and uh, on, on for their abilities. So like you know, it's it's about um, shadow movement, it's about uh, stealth, and it's about scouting the enemy out like like the prediction does. Yeah, uh, they fit quite well into the theme, and they work well with any of the ones in the box as well. So, would you say, sorry, from that, would you say that you sort of based the box around them as characters, or was it just a coincidence that they fitted into what you had in your mind that they were going to do? Does that make sense? Uh, 
Uh, well, yeah, they, I mean, partly because, uh, like I say, I was they, these two were both written by Toby before I was uh, yeah. a developer, so these kind of informed my vision as to what Long Shadow was supposed to be because these were the only two Long Shadow ninjas. Yeah. So we had, we had a bit of a description um, from uh, Rise of the Kage uh, and, and these two, and it was it was definitely yeah, looking at what they could do and saying, right, this must be what Long Shadow does. We can expand on that. We can, rather than just make up new stuff, we can say, right, they they obviously do uh, sort of counter-espionage and scouting and working out what the opponent's plan is and ruining it, rather than, say, uh, uh, North Star, who are all about planning ahead. These are about, I'm going to find out what your plan is and stop you doing your plan rather than perfectly executing my plan with all my gadgets and and stuff that I've got. Yeah, and that's probably why these are my uh, my where they so far they've been uh, the most enjoyable warband I think for my play style because uh, that's kind of their their thing. Um, but yeah, it's it that when you were saying that it just reminded me reminded me of when you were talking about the Inari uh, followers of Inari box set where you had Kota and QB to kind of build off of, um, and then you sort of developed a, a box out of it. Um, so sort of similar kind of similar sort of start point, I suppose. So, uh, so that that that's so it's, it's pretty cool to kind of keep uh, keep that kind of um, thread throughout, but do something quite different at the same time. Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to keep it to be a sort of a cohesive world, so making sure that we everything new we do fits with everything we've done before is really important. Is um, is there's no point. Um, adding stuff to a faction that really stands out as being completely different and um, and then doesn't fit with the theme, even if the play style is completely different, like how it's Bleeding Moon, uh, that that doesn't fit with how people have played ninjas before. But um, ninjas sort of needed some more play styles because it was all sort of very much being played the same, uh, and it fits with the themes of what House Bleeding Moon does. If you look at the uh, the actual profiles they all have combat feats which most of the other ninjas don't have yeah uh, anything for combat it's all sneaking or planning and that kind of thing um yeah. so it was just trying to stick with the theme make sure that people could sort of uh it adds, adds some sort of versimilitude to the world you 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 look at it and you think you know that makes sense in in game but it also makes sense in the world that we've created yeah um, no, making sure the mechanics do both is is the, the difficult part. Yeah, yeah. But it's it's good that you've added some really uh, interesting new weapons and just very different things uh, while still kind of keeping that. So you know, like I said, super a fine balance. Yeah, super camouflage, super disguise, and uh, fl- flaming flails and stuff like that. So still, <laughs> still some uh, some sort of high end stuff and. Yeah, yeah I, I have to say, I was I was a bit surprised when the artwork came back and she had like an on fire tar um, swinging flail thing. I'm I'm not sure that that's what I, I asked for, but it came back and I was like, oh, I, can, I know I can make this work. You know, if you're going to have the people sneaking around, you need the distraction to help them. So yeah, uh, no, that so, makes again, sense. Keep it in. Uh, keep keep it making sense in the theme of everything. Yeah, no. uh, and it works out. Um, cool. Should we do some cards? They've got some cards that come with this box. So, the theme. House Long Shadow. Once per game in the starting phase, you may use this ability. Until the end phase, enemy models lose 6 cents whilst 
while targeting a long shadow ninja. Yeah, really good. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's again, it'd be one of those situational ones that we we talked about earlier. Like, um, you know, there's a lot of factions that don't have six sense models, so it's going to be almost null and void in those instances. But in some of those key games, like your master she's it's going to really annoy them for a turn it's it's going to really switch off some really big characters um and that's just targeting isn't it it's it's uh not selecting targeting yeah so the reason i say master she you know contemplate minds yeah, yeah. um four four dice combo attack zero you know things that he's going to target you with you know it's not going to stop him from coming in and punching you in the face but some of the other useful things that they're going to want to do, Akusa with his ranged removal activations, you know, because in a faction where, you know, generally the activation counts low, if you can protect them for a turn or a key turn where you're going to win VPs or potentially win VPs, it's it's going to be really good. Yeah, pretty good with uh, darkness as well, to sort of give you that cover where you need it. Yes. Um, yeah, nice. The next effect, um, any effect on from an opponent's theme card which states a specific turn to apply, e.g. turn four or the last turn of the game, cannot be used. Amazing. None of these sneaky cult players auto win in turn four. Um, yeah, it's it's going to be really cool. Yeah, there's a, there's a few last turn of the game or first turn of the game things as well. Um, and again, into a mirror. If you played a mirror match into um, North Star now, it switches off there. E- e- odd turns get double choice on their cards. Yeah. So it shows the difference between the two houses as well. North Star are all about we, we they, they excessively plan ahead. They follow the plan uh, and, and make sure everything works like clockwork. And these guys are all about, well, we're not going to make a plan. We're going to look at your plan and work out how to counter it. Yeah. Uh, so uh, it's it's like they're they're the perfect counter for the North Star, uh, but it should work in in a circle because the perfect counter for these guys should be Blood Moon, yeah. um, because they're like, uh, what's their plan? They're going to come and kill us. Oh, not what we can do with that. <laughs> no, yeah, we'll try and run away from it, but yeah, it, it, we can't uh, and, do anything about it. And then yeah, it should it, it should be like a rock paper scissors thing um, yeah. with the three houses keeping each other in balance. Yeah. No, it's cool. Next up, when nominating this, this is potentially going to be very powerful for for reasons. Um, when nominating a table edge for friendly long shadow model with flank, you may choose your opponent's table edge. Very good. We've got um, Sanzuko, who's flank grappling hooks. Um, there's opportunities for us to gain flank for a. a, a, a different means um so yeah it, it's a really good opportunity to, to to sort of deploy an opponent's edge so um on some of the scenarios where it's close to their their board edge it's it's going to really help from you getting there so again situational but good and then finally um the one where all shio players start to cry um opponents flank choices for turn and table edge are now open information why don't you just change them with guerrilla warfare so yeah but it it would still be open i'd still know where you're coming um yeah so that sort of like it fits into the theme of we're going to mess up what you want to do because you've got to tell us where you're coming 
um, wow, you're not telling us. We, we've scouted ahead. We know what you, where you're coming from. So it's it's really cool. Um, so yeah, it's a really good theme. It's I, I think obviously like we said, the bird, the the, the the crow, is probably the predominant theme benefit because all of these will have very situational timings. Um, but on the whole, it's a great theme. I think it's got some really cool effects that when you need them, they'll be really important. And when you don't need them, you've got a zero rice crow that's just stealing activations and being a real menace. Yeah, I think the the one that lets you flank on your opponent's table edge is probably something people will try and play into as well. So that and the crow, you're probably going to get every game. Yes. Um, everything else is situational. Uh, this was a difficult one to play test as well because there's a there's a kind of an axiom in game design that you sh- if you give people toys to play with, you shouldn't take them away. So. Yeah. Uh, things that cancel enemy abilities are should be rare, uh, but Bushido does have those things. It's always had them. Um, I know some games sort of try to say that they they don't have them at all. Uh, Gilball tried it, but they they ended up putting them in just called them something else. Um, they, they 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 wanted to have a game with no hard counters whatsoever. Um, but it, it turns out to be quite difficult to never put these kind of things in. Uh, but I think you, know, again, you don't want to have somebody cut show up with their cool new model and say, oh, yeah, it's got sixth sense, and uh, on the fourth turn of the game it does this, and, and it flanks, and then somebody just go, well, I'm going to ruin your new model for you by taking those away from you. Um, so we, we have to be careful with what gets it, which is why, like you were saying, the theme's not hugely impactful. It's it's, it's 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 lots of minor abilities, and in general, I think even the situational ones, when they show up, it's probably going to be one of those. Yeah, you're, you're rarely going to be like, oh, I'm, I'm crushing my opponent because he's trying all three of the things that I get to counter with my feet. No, because there's not. I was going to say there's not many factions that have got a sixth sense um, with a theme that has a specific timing on um, that flanks. <laughs> like, there's not many people that have that, if any. Um, but yeah, you know, Solus is always going to be a good one at some point. Solus, sorry, Sixth Sense is always going to be a good one because um, that tends to be ge- people's general hard counters for ninjas. Is oh yeah, we'll take a load of Sixth Sense and we don't care about the camouflage. So um, that's going to be quite important. Um, but like you said, yeah, they're all going to have their own interesting times, and and the time that you need them, they're going to be good. Other times, they're you're probably not going to use any of them, or you might use one of one of them instead of all, all of them. So yeah, it's. It's really good. Making it good. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, sorry, so there's, a, there's another interesting thing in this as well, where um, I decided not to put the the pass token benefit in any of the house themes. Yes. Uh, and we know, like from last edition, you know, they didn't have that in any of the themes. We put the pass token thing in, and all of a sudden, ninjas were, you know, near the top of the table and actually won the last grandmasters from the last edition. Um, so. They really need that something to equal out the activations. Yeah. Uh, but I didn't want to do it just with pass tokens because that's that's sort of been done now. Yeah. Uh, obviously, Bleeding Moon just gave out extra activations. They're a blunt, uh, blunt force instrument. Uh, it was the easiest way of doing it. Uh, North Star can remove activations from enemies. Uh, with this one, you get the free crow, which gives you two extra activations yourself, and you should be using it to take activations off enemies. Yeah, hundred percent. That's what he's there for. And if he so, doesn't die, they've got to reveal like themselves if they're vims. So I think he, this he... one's probably the hardest one to, to use properly because it's not just free. It's not just there for you. You have to go and make it work. Yes. But um, 
they, they all have something like that to even up the activations just a little bit. Yeah, because otherwise in a game, well, in a meta at the moment, which seems that activation spam is, is a real big thing, like, they've got to have some way of keeping up. And I, I completely agree, like, the whole double pass token thing. Um, Leave Raku alone. I don't like this. I don't like where this conversation's going. <laughs> <laughs> It's not just Waku, Akari, Waku, um, a few. But yeah, in a game where you know, even before that, you know, with like order and, yeah, and stuff like that, it, it's yeah. it's a big, it's a being a big, powerful, prevalent thing. Yeah. So to remove the double pass tokens, you know, it's nice to see different ways of yeah making them. Well, actually, that's what I was going to say. I was I was going to say you you kind of you need to make sure the themes aren't overpowering, but also they you need to get people off of the double pass token um, thing. So. Yeah, the actual existing themes are actually quite strong, so it's a it's a delicate balancing act. Um, I, I felt, yeah. but I, but I did feel like it was worth it, mostly because of the crow. Uh, because yeah, like you said, do, doing that with the activations and getting death sentence and some other sort of benefits along the way was was fantastic. Yeah, and also as we found as we go through the cards now, it's not it's not it's become more popular with like the individual houses. There are select cards for those themes and those themes only um which again some of these cards that i'm about to read out will probably you know would also make you say actually yeah i want them because i want that card because they're very good cards so it's it, it can really play havoc um it, it really makes you think as a ninja player now like you've got to have a you know my, my battle scribe is full to the brim of different lists before june that i need to try and try out and play and then decide oh do i just stick with minamoto but hopefully not we'll see um it's one of those things i don't know if they hadn't have dropped it wouldn't have been, it would have been an easy choice but it's they've dropped so it's made it really hard so cards let's have a look at some events so first off i've got here on my list scouted deployment I remember the conversation with Andy about this card. It's one of the ones that he didn't like, but I think it was, um, and it was very powerful, um, and it is still very powerful. Uh, choose one enemy model without the flank or scout traits. You may deploy that model before any others during the deployment during deployment in a legal position on the enemy's deployment zone. It's two rice, maximum of one, and it is specifically requirement required for the house long shadow thing gonna be so good like for messing up plans like with the way that the new terrain features are i've just got visions of a big house a rice bale barricade and then yatsumata sat behind it not being able to get out like i'm just putting that dodgy idea out there i'm sorry but that's taking two models to get him free like it's gonna work uh i think we've we put something in the terrain deployment to say you can't sell terrain within two inches of a Edge deployment. That's fine. Two so, inches, and then I think because Yatsumata is like a fifty mil. Like so you make she, sure that she should be able to. She might have to have a long walk, yeah. but she should be able to walk the long way around the house, basically, because the house can't go near to the edge. Yeah, but yeah, it's it's one of those things. Yeah, like, it is horrible. It's going to be doable to really mess up someone's day. Um, but say I've uh, I tried this one as well, and it's great. I think I. Just put Wasupu in the corner, so he had to take a while to get back into position. Uh, but yeah, models like that, or uh, you know, sort of models where which need to sort of normally start the ball rolling, some sort of setup model, uh, putting them out of position can be really, really great with this card. So uh, yeah, it's a it's 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 an interesting 
just sort of mess, messing with the opposition card. Yeah. Yeah. Also, if they have like that one model that can uh, run to uh, like a central idol in one activation and then turn it with their second one on turn one, then if you just put them not next to an idol, then they're, they're usually going to be out of range because it's yeah. it's usually you can run and just make it. Yeah. Okay, if you yeah. put them three inches offset from an idol, they're probably they're going to run along that diagonal now and not be able to make it. Let's um, make it in. Yeah. No, it's a really good card. Um, It'll probably be in, I think, in most lists. Um, Break up, next up. Nisaru. Keep them away. From each other. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Obviously, um, table. Oh. <laughs> Wait, actually, no, they just redeploy, wouldn't they? But no, there we go. You can, you can try. <laughs> yes, we could try, but not succeed. Right. Umbral Mastery. Um, before rolling the first turn's tactical test, you may swap the positions of any or all friendly long shadow ninjas on the battlefield one rice max one one important thing that came through from player testing was somebody added friendly which is really good because yes. i missed it uh, <laughs> that could have been just absolutely apocalyptic when you just all kill each other turn one uh but yeah it's uh, uh that's basically uh super flank uh so super scout you can everybody sets up and then you can redeploy again yeah. So you get to see your your opponent's entire deployment, even if they have flank. Yeah, if uh, they've got um, scout, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, to be fair, we've got a lot of scout one too, so we should be competing for that as well. But yeah, it's if you fail that, it's a fail save for that as well. It's it's really handy to have. Um, and because yeah, if you get forced to deploy first, you know you reset up, and it, it's always going to be handy. Um, next up for the events is. Patience, um, two rice, one max. Uh, in the starting phase, place an impetuous mark on enemy model base to base with the long shadow model. Um, yeah, making anybody fit impetuous is again controlling those activations, making them do what you want to do. So, I mean, it's going to be one that I think it's very situational. Um, I think, I think you have to play for it. Um, like if, if yeah. you go into a scoring turn and you know which idol you need, if you can, at the end of the previous turn, move into base-to-base -base with everything near that idol yeah. and then... Uh, sorry, near the near not near that idol, then you know that they, they will have to go first. They can't interfere with the idol that you're actually fighting over. Yeah. And you should be able to get in and change it. Yeah. So I think it's it's one of those where you don't have a plan for it before the game but you need to know to use it the turn before you need it yes it, it's a silly thing and it could be in the case of like um one second stop um it could be in the cases of like you've got sude in base to base with somebody one is invisible you may want to force them to go first and surprise themselves and you know especially if they're like low on health or you know and there's opportunities to, to you know to, to take them out you know it's yeah it's like you said, you've got to play for it, um, but it's going to be quite important when it does um, does work. Yeah, it's going to be, mean, it should help. I think it's really good, especially because they've, they've all got access to Agile, so you can set yep. up some interesting plays there. But I, I just like the way that the, it's called Patience, but it gives out an impetuous token. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just like that, that side of it. That's cool. Right, next up, Counter Tactics. Play in the starting phase and choose one of the following effects. Name one event card that 
the name event card cannot be played this turn. This includes multiple copies of the same card. Or choose an enhancement equipment card that attached that is attached to an enemy model. Discard that card and return uh, return that card to the attach and attach it to the enemy model again during the end phase. So basically, they're, they're taking away their equipment for a turn. Um, it's one max and two rice. Um, that sounds like a super. Um, what's the STS card that stops? Um, stops an event. Yeah, so information. Uh, yeah, the, 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 that one can be played in response, whereas this one you have to do it in advance, basically. Yeah. Uh, but if you know if this is like I don't know a key example, because I know it's one that I think will be most popular into like Minamoto, like start of a turn where you're going to try and hit things. Oh, just for scratch is now banned for this turn. Yeah. It's it, it it's it can be super powerful. Like there's opportunities where you know they're going to do things that. You know, um, or even into SDS, like switching off their cards that give out impetuous, or stopping them from taking away your events and stuff. It, it, I think counter tactics will be a featured card on most lists. Um, so it's also got my favourite flavour text of the uh, the set. I think um, is that the oh the bring me the third book of Yasushi, Yasushi to Kashi Officer. Yeah, he's, he's basically been through two entire books of tactics, and they're not working. <laughs> uh, his response is, bring me the third book of Yushushi. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I mean, I'd definitely... Uh, removing things like Arashi's fan at the key moment can can really make all the difference. So it's a great enabler. Yeah, if you're playing Sude as well, then uh, clan armor could be a, a problem for you. So uh, getting rid of those. Yeah, bye bye Yatsumata. Sorry, I'll just go back to Yatsumata. Bye bye Yatsumata. Um, so yeah, really good card. Um, we've got oh yeah, well armed scouts is the next event. Amazing. Um, so two rice, one max key. Play in the starting phase of the first turn, and gain a shuriken event card for each friendly ninja model that deployed using the scout trait. Again, restricted to the house long shadow theme. So. It's a two rice card that potentially can get you like up to four rice of shuriken, effectively. Because if you've got four ninjas, because generically I should imagine you're going to be running four, maybe five ninjas, or four ninjas and the crow. But the, the crow doesn't account because he's not a ninja. But yeah, four shuriken. Who doesn't love shuriken? And especially when we just said about like, or we've been talking about the fact that Sude can throw him when he's invisible. It's it's brilliant. You can either use Dawn Ray to, to generate them, or um, you've got the three models. I think that've got Scout built in. So really cool card. Um, again, I think it'll be quite prevalent um, and used. Uh, the final event card that I think we've got now, um, unless I'm missing any, but is Unseen Assailant. While surprised, this activation non-aggressive enemy models may not place any dice in attack during the melee exchange requirement house long shadow and it's one rice with a maximum of one yeah I, I actually costed this a lot higher at first I, I think it's going to be good it, it does show that they even though they're um, obviously stealth and counter espionage based they're um, they're still combat people and they have their own combat techniques 
yeah. in this case, um, they 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 have a the, the flavor text actually explains it quite well. Traditional Kenjutsu just doesn't train for what they do. They uh, they attack you from surprise basically. Now in the game, obviously, if you can't place dice in attack, that means that the ninja model can put all their dice in attack safely. Yes. So you don't have to put any in defense. Um, yeah. So it's basically you're rolling all your attack against all their defense once per game. Yeah. And you're uh, potentially, you're, you're, unless you're going up against somebody that's a bit bigger, you're, you're generally going to be at least a dice out of. Um, anyway, so yeah, it's, you know, it's potentially 2v1, or if they're exhausted as well, you know, 3v1, you know, it, it, it can potentially, you know, like you say, make it a bit more, more, um, safer for you to just roll everything into attack so yeah really nice card and then we've got a couple of enhancements well one enhancement and two enhancement equipment so we'll do the enhancement um talk with the shadows attached model must be on the battlefield in the starting phase of the first turn in the starting phase of the first turn attached model may become exhausted if it do does so the attached model cannot be surprised for the remainder of the game while an enemy more banned has a model with the tactician trait this attached model against tactician one brilliant that last bit's an addition i think from the last from the playtesting i can't remember that bit but yeah i remember the surprise bit and that was really cool um yeah again it's uh that they to, to get their tactician bonuses the enemy has to have the tactician trait which basically represents them studying their tactics and uh, countering them, yeah. Uh, so if you have, if you don't have anybody with tactician, there's nothing for them to scout, so they can't really counter tactics you because they don't know what you're going to do. Yeah. So, no, so this would be a good card to have on the Soji so because he could, you know, first turn sit and wait, can't be then surprised and gets tactician, and then if you've got uh, if you've got tactician, he'll get tactician, and if you've got tactician, he'll be prowess tactician so yeah lots of different ways to stack it and he seems like a very good candidate for it <laughs> um and then we've got the two um enhancement equipment cards uh spy class uh generate an additional pass token in the starting phase of the first turn of the game for each friendly model with the scout trait in the warband while attached model is in play you generate additional pass token in the starting phase so really cool again it helps to un to sort of even up that that pass attrition without having just double pass tokens um i found this really cool this is i, I did like in the list that i'll read out in a minute in a bit when i talk about a list that i did in playtesting it i comboed this with dawn raid and well-armed scouts because so i had like four ninjas with scout so i got four sh four extra pass tokens in the first turn and I got four Shuriken. It just seemed to like all combo together to, to make it really well. Whether it was like competitively the best choice, because Dawn Raid's always an awkward one to, to think about in terms of not being able to score on the first turn, but like to start turn one and just be throwing Shuriken because you're already four inches up the board and stuff. It, it was really good. So, yeah, a really cool card. I think you'll probably see it on a lot of people. Um, just to get that advantage turn turn one because you're already going to be getting um extra action so you're almost going to be out activating at that point because you're going to have 
four extra additional pass tokens. If you're two models short, that's six pass tokens. Plus the crow is going to be there taking tokens and activations away. So you, 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 you're instantly leveling up that playing field turn one. So it's really cool. Yeah. And then lastly, I'd agree. But, but no means least, my favourite enhancement equipment card in the game, I'm going to say, in the game. Um, unknown position. The first time the attached model, enemy model, sorry, the first time the attached model kills an enemy model at the end of the current activation, place the attached um, model anywhere on the battlefield, then, then discard this card. Whew. That and Kohei is a match made in heaven. Um, if you're clever with it, it can be really powerful. Um, so in one of the games that I played with it, I started, so a model, they flanked in the little eagle to pop my pacifism on a model. Um, so I was able to pop a smoke bomb so Kohei could see out of one side of it, kill the kill the little bird, redeploy, hail of steel, like declare it's hail of steel, and then have another two pot shots surprising somebody in the back, um, the other side of the board. It, it's just so good. And it, oh, did I say it's one rice? <laughs> It's really good. Um, it does leave her out of position, but by that point, she's hopefully done the damage of removing two models, or at least removing one and severely damaging another. It, it's really good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's a, a fun thing during um, playtest. We found this combo with something else really ridiculously well. Um, so we made it in equipment so that you couldn't combine it. Uh, and then we didn't change we didn't change it to sort of give it an equipment name. We just left it as unknown position. And people are mostly happy with that. They they they're happy that uh, there's some piece of equipment that lets them do this. Um, yeah, I think it's it, it, it's really cool. Like, firstly, you've got to kill something. So like, it's it, it's not going to be a straight up easy thing to do all the time. Um, but it could be one of those things where you've you've committed to something so maybe somewhere you don't necessarily want to be i don't know you've flanked with a model um you've then managed to surprise and kill something but you don't necessarily want to be there you just want to get rid of that model so then you then redeploy onto a scenario where there's nobody around you so you can then pray um because they can't if they're not defending both scenarios there's no reason why you can't do that um it's going to have a lot of uses. It's once per game, but it's it, it's going to be really good. It's like a cheap shadow moves, but without having to swap models. It, it's really good. Yeah, definitely. I, I guess you're just looking for the easy kill sometimes, just to trigger it and then get the 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 you know the prime spot. Like I said, uh, for for like a Herald of Steel or something like that to really do a lot of damage. Um, I can see it's going to be really popular on something like Kohei, where they've got the opportunity of. Halo students, they've got three shots, you kill something on the first shot, reposition and make another two shots, or you know, anybody that, or even like the blow dark guy, if you want to go to the scenario, you know, you maybe hit something and kill it. Because it's at the end of an activation, you'd have to make all three shots and then move. Oh, that must have changed its playtest and it wasn't like that before. Yeah. Okay. Ignore that bit of advice. It's not going to work like that. So it's going to be a good scenario, objective goer, getter. Um, but yeah, no, really cool card, really helpful, really enjoyed it. Yeah, particularly um, with things like prediction and things like that, it's, it could be. I can see some good synergies, uh, and um, you know, in the impetuous marker you can put out things like that. So I guess just 
I can see a lot of finessing with that one, but it's just off the bat, just an amazing card. Yeah, it's really good for redeploying and removing. It's it's better than flank, isn't it? In in a sense, because you don't have to come off and wait to come back. You can just go to where you want to go to straight away. So, if you're in a tricky spot, yeah, unless you're you playing like Minamoto, where killing a model suddenly, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you can't kill a model. Yeah, um, yeah. When when killing a model is not an option. Um, yeah, it's it's a really cool it's a really cool card. It's also okay. really useful because like you don't have um, Katsumi or even Rin, who can just go in kill something and then just stand there and. Take it. Tank whatever the opponent's going to throw at you. Uh, you. You can you can probably get a kill with the uh, long shadow, but they don't really have anything to just stand there and, and take you know three enemy samurai come and trying to avenge whoever you've just murdered. No. So being able to kill somebody and then even just retreating to your own half of the table and uh, probably in a forest or behind a yeah. objective or something is um, is, is worth it. Be really good. Yeah. And then finally, um, we've got the Conjured Shadow Crows. Um, and for those of you that are still here that, that might have forgot, um, Gokaran puts this out. Um, so it's the terrain piece Shadow Crows. It's a normal, obscure, and huge piece of terrain. While this terrain element, while within this terrain element, non long shadow models um, cannot use special abilities. Channel, leech, or focus. Remove the conjured shadows template in the end phase. There can only be one conjured shadow of crows in play at any time, including enemy effects. If a second would be put into put onto the battlefield, remove the first um, before resolving the second effect. So I think that's um, the first time we've done this with one of these things. Yeah. Essentially, if you're playing a mirror match. You Only one of you are going to use it. Crows. If they put down theirs, you have to remove yours. Yeah, and um, likewise it goes the other way. <laughs> yeah, so um, we've never done it that way around before, but um, it, it's you know it's got um, advantage and disadvantages. We thought we'd just try it with this one and, and see how we like it. I mean, there might be a fair few mirror matches because I've got a feeling there'll be a fair few people that bought the box. But um, <laughs> yeah, it's. It's a really cool card, like you said, slapping that on top of like an Akusa or um, or anybody that's got really cool special attacks or special abilities. It, it's going to really frustrate them. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I definitely I, I like that uh, Gokuran has that sweet defense just to help keep people in position so that this can have more effect as well as yeah. an instant so you can sort of um, you definitely see it sort of being used because I, I guess people want to get out of that area where as soon as they can and, yeah. Uh, but yeah you can definitely uh def- definitely make some otherwise pretty tricky matchups um far more uh, appealing it make i think it makes the zone game feel a little bit safer like playing into like a buto list with lots of throw you just mm. stick one of these on top of the, the zone yeah um then your ninjas can go in and contest that zone without fear of being thrown out i mean they might get pummeled into the ground by a a Manu or something like that, but they're not going to get thrown away, <laughs> so they can still contest that um, yeah. that zone fairly straightforward. So, um, and the fact that I think Gokran's got to be uh, you place it in base to base first. So if it isn't a zone, for example, that's still a twenty-two Royce model sat in that zone. Um, yeah, yeah, and it's it's one of those things where I wouldn't exactly call it a gotcha because you know people will know about this, but. They also will just forget about it mid-game, and it is an instant. So they're going to go in at some point, 
and be like, all oh, right, I can finally just do the last couple of boxes on this guy, and you go to actually no specials for you. Yeah. Um, then they realize that they, they actually probably can't deal with your ninja now because yeah. they can't use their powerful or they can't use their combo or whatever it is they're willing yeah. to do. Yeah, or if Hagane wants to come flying in, she's not got any cool combat. It's going to be really cool. Gets rid of critic attacks, you know, stick it on top of Master Enos. He's not going to be getting your big model off the board with his Goku, I can't pronounce it, with his big big removal play stuff. Yeah, it's, it's going to be really cool. Um, situational, but cool. Like, I think it's going to be really good. And like you said, if you can get it onto like, uh, it's going to be very hard to get it onto like your pieces that are channeling to Bazembo and stuff, but. It's still an opportunity to um, to sort of stop that um, sort of stuff. So yeah, really, really cool. Um, yeah, really. Yeah, I have to reread the terrain placement rules, but I mean, I guess you you can basically cover your your own guys and protect them against more aggressive warbands like we say House Bleed Moon that rely a lot on like combo attack things like that. Yeah. Um, or or sort. Of other factions I like to sidestep out first and then go back in things like that so yeah. definitely uh, definitely seems quite powerful yeah uh, so one of the reasons we were rewriting the terrain placement rules is because we knew this was coming out now that it's out we need to get those out soon but we're just going to make sure that this is definitely usable um, we, we tried not having any terrain overlap any other terrain but I think we're going to have a completely separate section for terrain that gets placed mid game as opposed to terrain that you buy that you you put at the start that still sort of defines the table. Yeah. Yeah. So this this might get slightly better um, when we we finish writing those. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No. That that would be good. I mean, that definitely help in zones and stuff. Uh, so crafty people don't just put like difficult uh, terrain down to to kind of block it out. But yeah, no, that's cool. Um, and yeah, yeah, then you could overlay potentially smoke as well. So that would be good. Yeah, our Makabishis and Makabishis. Yeah. yeah. So, like you said, slap a Makabishi and this on top of Akusa. You may as well just not have him on the pitch. You may as well on the field. He may as well just stayed in the stayed at home. Um, like, yeah. yeah just for that, that turn, anyway. The rest of the masters just let you get away with it. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, very cool. So, yeah, that comes to the end of the box. I mean, I think from my point of view. The box is stunning. The cards are cool. They really make you think. Um, they've got really good opportunities to annoy your opponent in terms of not not annoy them in such of it becomes so negative that they just completely destroy your your trainer. You know, a lot of people are moaning at like my Minamoto at the moment because they're, they're like finishing with no models or one model. You know, I, I can't see these guys completely out bashing everything, but they've just got enough stuff to just annoy you. Um, yeah, and encounter some of your bits, which is really cool to see, um, and it makes playing them um, slightly different. You know, it, I think that's the, been the it, it's been the brilliant thing with the houses, like going off in their own ways. Um, it, it's really made people see people like, see the ninjas in a different way. Um, we'll see, we'll see what people do. You know, if they'll they'll continue to use. The traditional skirmishes or whether this will be the turning point where we actually see less skirmish being played and more houses um we can only tell because only time will tell um you've got the uk games expo coming so a lot of people that have ordered these it'll be just in time you know depending on how quick you are painting things you know just in time to get them done for the expo um but yeah fingers uh, crossed um yeah i mean i, I guess 
my my thoughts were they've got a fair bit of range, which is kind of kind of weak until Assassin kicks in, and then it's really strong. Um, and so, like as you'd expect from ninjas, position setup is essential. It's definitely required here. Um, I felt I had to play really cautiously, cautiously with them to begin with, as often is the case with ninjas when your position's got the number advantage. And, uh, and and obviously losing the model really hurts, as always, with ninjas. So it's a very cagey game to start with. Once you've got a few kills in, though, uh, like Sude uh, critting a model normally, um, and maybe a Hell of Steel, another model, then suddenly things start to become a lot easier. Um, dra- drawable was a little bit of a pain at times, but you've got Critical Attack and you've got Hell of Steel to kind of help deal with that. So I do think you've got the tools to deal with it, but it's not like House of Bleeding Moon where you've just got Combo Attack sort of on yeah. everyone. You've got to you've got to get the right tool for the job. Um, uh, yeah, but I, I, I mean, I guess what I disliked is that uh, each one of the ninjas felt very distinct, even though they were kind of, you know, they're all quite tricksy. Um, they like to do a lot of distraction and things like that. Um, but they, they've got their own kind of flavor. Um, and uh, if you get the right kind of matchup, you get your targets right, then they can do a lot of damage. Uh, but I also just like how there are some models in that box which are just so different to anything else we've seen so far, like uh, Super Invisibility, Super Disguise, things like that. It's it, it, it just made the game re- and then the, the flanking from behind sort of thing. It just sort of opened up the game in different ways. So I, it, it was a yeah, really cool different way to play ninjas, I, I thought. Yeah. Yeah, no, 100%, I agree. Yeah, well, I think a few people sent in the same feedback once we sort of finalised everything during playtesting. Um, most people said that they felt that tournament games would probably still use Skirmish Mission, but all three of the new ones are very viable and you certainly could take them to a tournament as a... Yeah, I think we've seen that. I think we've seen, I think in your Masters, I think Headley finished fourth, Hell's Bleeding Moon, um, fourth or fifth, he he finished up there in the top. Um, I think you're still going to... I think Skirmish just allows that flexibility, which... You know, for people that moan about Order for Battle, that's what Order for Battle gives you. You know, it, it gives you that inbuilt flexibility and it also gives you that additional up to like potentially five rice of cards. If you think like if you're taking like Signal and Flare and another two rice cards, you know, it can give you those that little bit extra. But I don't know. The Crow's just really cool. Um, I think you can, but maybe we're seeing a change, you know. Depcon, I think the top five are all themed lists. You know, maybe people are starting to try out themes a bit more and actually playing themes. They've got bored of order for battle and strategic deployment. I don't know, but we'll see. Um, I've certainly enjoyed playing them as a theme. I've got a list here that I um I was going to share that I played in 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 playtesting um a few times, and I think I named it Scouting Death um because it was just like scouting models with lots of ranged attack so um, I played under the theme I took Sude Sunzuko Kohei with the unknown position Soju with the spyglass um, and the shadow crow crow I took the counter tactics dorm raid well-armed scouts um, some smoke bombs of three and a smoke field scouted deployment and umbral mastery so it was all about like maximum scoutage um, maximum shurikens maximum range like everybody had an opportunity for ranged attacks and 
yeah, it's it was pretty nasty. You know, I didn't really mind about not scoring turn one with Dawn Raid um, because I was in a position to just shoot things. And um, shooting is one of those things that's hit and miss. But when it works, it really works. <laughs> and when it doesn't work, it, it can be uh, quite frustrating. But yeah, it's it was really cool. Um, I really liked it. I'm going to try a bit more with it and see if I can make it work a bit more. Um, but yeah, I, I think that the little combination of the well-armed scouts, Dawn Raid, and um, the Spyglass um, just lets you maximise that scout sort of um, potential. Um, so yeah, um, can't wait to get them in my hand and play with them is the general thing from me. Yeah. That's great. Um, fantastic. And uh, Jason, is there anything else that you'd like to, to add uh, on, on the box? or? Uh, yeah, I, so um, the last the last games I played with it, um, this was during playtest just before we finalised it, I think. Uh, but we were trying out just the box, straight out the box, um, with nothing else, because that's how a lot of people are going to buy it. Um, however many times we say it's not a starter box, Um you know, ninjas are so cool that people really want to to play ninjas in the game. Um, so they're probably going to see ninjas and go, oh, there's a box. I'll start with that. Um, and I actually ended up playing uh, basically the box without Sude. Um, so you lose out on your invisibility and your garot. But without having those, it really forces you to get used to having to use your tricks and your stealth to get all your kills and to, to make sure you can get your um, scenario actions done safely uh, because you just don't have that model who can just reasonably reliably create something else off the table. Um, so when you then later maybe, you end up with, I think that's 95 without him. So you can have a couple of cards. Um, but later on when you maybe swap somebody out for him, it just makes things a lot easier that you can now remove models much more reliably. I mean, even if you don't get the crit, you can just go for the powerful attack and the bleed, and that's often enough damage with a Garot. Um, or if obviously if they're immune to crit for some reason, you can go for the powerful attack. But between that and the bleed markers, uh, you can um, you can do enough damage to kill things without the, the crit. Uh, and he does just sort of make things easier, and I think that's the way around to do it, rather than um, then have him and, and let him sort of become a crutch. Yes. No, I think that would be quite cool. I think all options are quite viable because, like you said, there's there's quite a few models on here um, that can almost fill in that gap of being the melee, the fighter if they needed to, you know, Carne with a chain weapon and powerful attack. Um, yeah. Uh, it's going to be very interesting to see how people play with them because I think there's... Compared to, like, say, House Bleed and Moon, I'll say that because it's probably the next big, like, one of the other, you know, it's one of the most popular because obviously North Star's only just been released as well. Uh, I think North, House Bleed and Moon, you play them one way. They're coming to fight you, they're coming to hurt you, and they'll worry about scenarios later. Um, I think these guys offer that opportunity of a mixture of, we can probably fight, we might not always win, but we could do all right with it. Um, or we can go heavy range and just try and shoot you down before you get to the idols or get to us. Um, and equally, they can play quite rapid and, and you know, fight and sort of contest idols fairly quickly. 
Um, I think they probably offer one of the more flexible, in my opinion. Maybe I've not really look, I've not really played much of the North Star stuff, but like they they look to offer more flexible. Like they, they've got multiple avenues of playing within themselves. I don't know if that's the good way of summarising it, um, but still sticking along the theme of being. Um, just of sabotaging and, and stuff like that. So yeah, they're really cool. Uh, if you're not playing um, one of those themes as well, if you're playing one of the three original themes, you can now have three ninjas with kata. And yeah. if you want your opponents to rage quit, ninjas with kata, lots of them is probably one good way of doing it. Um, they're 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 quite reliable as it is, but they don't have any rerolls. So. Uh, similar to the monks, they don't have many rerolls of their own. Kata is just going to make them super reliable in combat, and with yep. all those zero cost attacks and defenses, yeah, um, all of a sudden those those really come into play. You're going to see them a lot. Um, so putting all three in a list, it's one from each house as well. So you've got a good spread of abilities there. Yeah, ninjas have got that, that sounds lot. like another theme opportunity. Yeah, ninjas have got a lot to play with now. Lots of lots of profiles and uh, new cards all over the place. So uh, yeah. plenty to look into. That's great. Yeah, uh, yeah, so, no. Sorry, go ahead. Uh, something I mentioned on the Discord as well. Um, w- when we've been making new ninjas, one of the things that we've been starting with is just what weapons they have. So I sort of uh, went online, just got a massive list of different weapons that I'd like to see models for. And that sort of started off the characters. So like, for example, Fuma's just come out. She's got a three-section staff. Those are difficult to use, so she got Kata. We link that to having to practice so much. Um, and, um, in addition, she ended up with uh, the the point blocking nerve strike thing, mm-hmm. which led to her getting heal as well, so she knows anatomy and that kind of thing. So it expands the character based on what weapon they've got. Um, but I think we've we've come to the end of all the different weapons basically. So <laughs> um, new ninja profiles from now on will be based on other character traits before weapons. Yeah, um, we still have some more to come, but to be honest, uh, after we've got, I think we've got four more profiles in development now, um, and after that, we have a big blank. So we, I've got, I've got a weapon profile that I put on my um on my imaginary. If I want a masters with ninjas, what would it's not been up, it's not come up yet. So I'll save that just in case it doesn't come out on the next one. Um, um, all I can say is that the after these next four, I think it is, it might be more than that. But, um, uh, we, yeah, we're going to have to do something completely different because uh, we've, we've sort of come to the end of that part of the development where we're doing it, yeah. filling out each house and making sure we've got a lot of different weapon options to show yeah. up. So, no, 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 it's cool. Yeah, look forward to something completely different next time. That's great. Well, um, no, thanks so much for that. That's really great insight, and uh, it's great to chat about these uh, guys. As I said, I've thoroughly enjoyed playing them, and I know Jack did as well. Um, and as always, thanks a lot for for your time. Hope listeners uh, enjoyed that. Um, and uh, we do occasionally get some questions come in, so we so we look to see you know funnel those through appropriately. But uh, yeah, just uh, just thanks a lot, and. Um, we're uh, we'll hopefully be back uh, soon with with even more uh, content and uh, yeah uh, we we leave it there. Thanks a lot.